Hello, welcome back to the FND and Me podcast. This podcast is to raise awareness around functional neurological disorder. Each podcast, we will talk to a guest with their, about their experiences with FND and how it has affected them or how they involved within this condition. So, without further ado, sit back and enjoy this episode of FND and Me. Hi guys, welcome back to a new blog here with F&D and me. Um, today we have uh, the amazing Zena from Salisbury. Hello Zena, how are you doing? I am good, thank you. How are you? I'm not so bad, thank you very much. Good, thank good. you very much. <laughs> so, Zena, do you want to, um, I, know you, I know you do uh, a few things on, on Twitter and Facebook, do you want to just um, give them a little shout out uh, to start us off with there? Yeah, so I um, started my um, social media pages when I was in Southampton hospital uh, just to kind of raise awareness and stuff so you feel free to check me out I'm life with FND on Facebook and on Twitter and it'll be great to see you over there fantastic fantastic okay Zina so one of the first questions um we, we tend to ask on the podcast is what does FND mean to you <laughs> oh that's a that's a good wormhole to go down first isn't it um FND well it's a challenge for one for sure um, mm-hmm. but the way that it's always been explained to me and I quite like, and I've kind of taken as my way of explaining it is that it's like a computer system and your, um, your kind of your outward appearance is your screensaver that you get on a computer. Um, and it's kind of just floating around, not doing a lot, kind of just functioning and being there. Um, but in the background, you've got everything happening and it's trying to get itself sorted and all the wires have been pulled out and messed around and they're all in the wrong ports and, basically they've all got jumbled up um so on the outside you look like a normal functioning person if you like and on the inside your brain's got all confused and it's rewired itself in the incorrect ways and you've got no idea how to do certain things which is where all our wonderful symptoms come from yeah i mean that's that's pretty much fnd in a nutshell that's probably the best (laughs) explanation i think i've had um around of how it works a lot of the professionals do use the the PC sort of way, you know, it's it's not a hardware problem, it's a software problem, and yeah. you know, it's a really that's a really good way of of, of sort of describing it all. There, uh, how long is it have you been diagnosed for now? Um, so I first started, I first lost my walk in January last year, um, and I wasn't diagnosed with it until after I'd also lost my speech. So I was diagnosed in the first couple of months of last year um so it's been still quite a recent thing um mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. yeah it's it's been a learning curve to say the least <laughs> yeah no i'm not gonna say that because i'm not so like we were saying earlier um you, you do do a lot on, on facebook yeah. and on on twitter yeah. you know whenever anything new comes out for fnd or anything like that we always see you posting <laughs> um you know and getting involved and you know it's, it's great to see that thank you um and the kind of question there is, obviously, before your diagnosis or before you take it ill, yeah. have you, have you, had you ever heard of F&D before and, and what it meant? Uh, no, I hadn't. Um, I've got family who work in the NHS and they hadn't heard of it either. Um, and I, it, was a, it was one of those things where we got told and I, I didn't know how to process it. Um, I was getting worse and I just I didn't understand what it meant. Um, it didn't help that the first 
person I'd seen in the hospital had told me it was all in my head um, and that I was doing it on purpose. So that hadn't helped the situation. And I think when oh, no, the yeah. diagnosis, it kind of, it changed it all. But yeah, I, I hadn't heard of it. I had no information on it. I didn't know what it was or what it meant. And my partner and I, well, mainly my partner, spent a lot of time trying to find out what it was, what it meant, and how we moved forward from that, because we just didn't have the information. Yeah, and I think that, um, you know, I, I think I was in very much the same boat. You know, I've got family working in the NHS, and, and they'd never heard of it either. And, you know, you kind of understand it, obviously, when you first get told, it doesn't help with somebody telling you that it's in your head, and, you know, you're making it up, because that's not true. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, and, and then when you get that diagnosis, it, it is kind of hard to to um to accept and you know we, we understand that um now obviously was you directed to the uh neural symptoms yeah. page yeah your first diagnosis? yeah that, okay. we spent uh my partner spent quite a long time looking over that um website trying to find stuff out um you end up yeah. getting like medical papers and all sorts like they he went in like fully he was trying to find out because the problem was my symptoms came on so quickly and i was deteriorating so quickly um they actually thought I was going to die. My family thought I was going to die because they didn't know what was wrong with me. Um, so it was a scary thing. And then as soon as there was the name and it was FND, the sense of relief mm -hmm. that came over my family was immense. Like they were just like, oh my God, at least we know what it is now. Like we can do something about it. I had MRI scans and all sorts. Like at least they knew yeah. I wasn't going to die because of what was going on. So yeah, mm -hmm. it was it was a relief, but utterly terrifying all at the same time. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm pretty much you know, there or thereabouts, the same with yourself. I mean, I mean, um, my symptoms, they came on very quick and very fast. Mm. Um, and, and, you know, it happened so, so quick. Didn't know what was going on. Yeah. Um, and it is, I understand what you're saying. You, you have that sense of, oh, I finally know what it is and what's going on. Yeah. But at the same time, you kind of feel that, well, well, there's not a lot of information out there for it. Yeah. Um, and I think you know, it's, and, it's really tough because when it's something that it's not like a broken leg, you can't explain it. You can't, oh, people see your broken leg and they go, oh, it's all right. You'll be better in six weeks. Like, it's fine. Yeah. Um, I think when it's, it's your brain and you can't literally see it, it makes it more difficult to know what to do with it and how to manage it and just generally what impact it's going to have. It's not that you're going to be better in six weeks. It could take years mm -hmm. it could take months it could take decades it's really it's not as clean cut as a as a broken leg if you like it 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 makes no it yeah makes yeah harder. yeah I totally understand that yeah yeah I totally get that um and I think that's half of them around it is it, it's that stigma around what people don't know yeah um and and what they can't see yeah. isn't something in front of them yeah unfortunately not every not every disability is a, is a is a physical disability that you can see yeah. and you know it does come with some stigma unfortunately that and, um, and that's that's why I started my page because I remember getting the diagnosis and I didn't want to talk to anyone I turned my phone off I didn't talk to anyone and I just laid on my mm -hmm. sofa and just hid from the world because I felt ashamed of myself for being broken mm -hmm. for not coping um and I started the page I was like actually it's not if I felt this way then there's got to be at least a handful of people out there that are feeling the same and then all of a sudden this huge FND community I became aware of and I was like this is this is why we need to raise awareness because there's so many of us that go through this yeah. and it's unfair that we all sit in our own homes feeling isolated and really worried when actually we could see that it's not just us that has this symptom and this is how I've dealt with it and this is the best way I've found to cope and it's amazing to just bear yeah, that, 
that is that's a big thing, you know, and, and I have said this previously on some of the other, other podcasts that it, it is about the community and, you know, there is a large amount of people out there who, who do suffer with FND. Um, and I think sometimes you, you kind of feel, like for me at first, you might be saying, but when, when I was first diagnosed, uh, I had a look online about it. Um, I found a few people's blogs, mm-hmm. um, you know, and saw things online. But I didn't really want to talk to anybody because I didn't know really what, what to expect they were going to say yeah. back to me. Um, yeah. And it, I did say in a previous podcast about, you know, people need to learn to talk and, you know, remember that everyone's here for each other. And I think that's what sometimes the world's missing. Yeah, and I think that's kind of, that was like why I decided to start my social media. Because I was like, actually, I've had so many people reach out to me on them to say like, you know, they're going through stuff or their friends are going through it or a family member. And they're actually just knowing that someone else is going through the same sort of thing, not necessarily with the same symptoms, but the same sort of thing is just helps to see that they're not alone and the things that you try yeah. and, you know, have you tried this tact or this tact or have you make sure you do this? Mm-hmm. And it's all those things that you wish you'd known when you were first going through the process and to be able to help and yeah. help someone else's journey be slightly easier. is just, it's amazing to try and help. Yeah. And do you know, as, as somebody who, who, you, you know, I suffer from FND and, and, you know, my family try to get involved as much as they can, um, you know, as a community, and I, I think I speak on behalf of everybody when I say this, but, you know, we thank you for your work and your contribution and what you do towards the community. You know, you are quite heavily involved with the FND side uh, online and, you know, you're always offering advice and and sometimes, you know, someone just needs to say to you, you know, we appreciate thank that. You. you know what I mean? As somebody from the community, we appreciate that. Well, then the same goes straight back to you because I, it's very brave that you've decided to do a podcast. It's amazing and I listen to it every time it comes out and you just learn something new each time. And that's, I think what's important. You're sharing information, you're learning tips and tricks from other people that have been through it. And it helps make it seem slightly less scary and like you're not on your own as much. And that's really important. Yeah, yeah, definitely. hundred percent, hundred percent. So when we're obviously talking about obviously you and your, and and, and you and Mm F&D and and how it's affected you, um, what sort of, um, how does it sort of affect your everyday life, if you don't mind going into some details there about how it affects you personally? Um, so before I was diagnosed with FND, I was a full-time primary school teacher. I was mm-hmm. I went to the gym six times a week. I was very active. And, yeah, I was, you know, doing everything you should normally be doing in your 20s, which is, I think, how old I am. Um, so at that age and, you know, <laughs> loving life. And to then have that... I I had I ended up with um, laryngitis, which is quite normal as a teacher. Um, and then it turned into tonsillitis and three sets of tonsils and took me out completely. And I lost my ability to walk. And that was hard because I have dogs and I used to go out and I couldn't go to the gym. I couldn't go to work. I couldn't walk. And then my speech went and that took everything else away from me. Um, and it was it's it's hard to kind of cope with those constant changes. It's not consistent. Um, So I'm not a teacher anymore. I don't have that role. I am at work, but I'm not in that role. I hope to someday end up back in that sort of role. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, it's tough. Like we were meant to record this, what, two weeks ago, but my brain said, no, and I couldn't. I I suffer from something called like dissociative disorder. as okay. well as FND so it all links and I had a really bad ter- like spout of it and I couldn't do it and 
it's it has a really big impact but I think it's always important to remember that on those days where you're walking is toffee or your speech sounds really weird or you can't say certain words or you've got no idea what's happening around you that it's only a day it's a rest day is how I view it now it's a rest day my brain needs to rest and I will get back and I will be back doing it again at some point my brain just needs time to chill and relax and start again um yeah I like that I like I like that that analogy of it I like that kind of you know it's that's really good that's a good really good way of looking at it you know personally never thought about it myself that way you know you know I have days like that very similar to yourself where you know I can't walk properly can't speak properly um so on and so forth and you know maybe maybe that's a maybe that's something I'll take away from this is is I'll take that advice and you know that'll be a rest day for me and I'll I'll take that away from us quite good I think it's just the language that is used around it can be really hard and I think if you say like oh I'm having a bad day you're like you then that fear yeah. of oh maybe I'm going backwards maybe this is me I'm, I'm going downhill again and I just I've decided that I'm just going to call it a rest day or a rest week or a rest two weeks or a rest month whatever it might be it will be me resting yeah. because my brain needs time to just go oh, and start again and I think just changing that slight bit of language around it really helps to see it in a slightly different way and it's not negative and yeah. it's not, doesn't have to be negative and doesn't have to be scary even though what you're going through might mm-hmm. be really scary, you can just see it as I'm just needing to rest right now because my brain needs time. And I think that's just a different way of viewing it. And that helps me. And there you go, guys. I think that's going to be the hashtag rest day <laughs> that we're going to have uh, on social media now. Um, I think that's the way we should be looking at that. That's really good. I really like that idea. Um, I personally would be taking that way. And, you know, I would plead on everybody to think about it that way and not using that, you know, I'm on a bad day. You know, like you say, having that, I'm having a rest yeah, day. You know, it's really, really good advice. I think it, it doesn't matter what symptoms you have with FND or if you have something else alongside it, like my dissociative stuff. Like, it's a rest day. It doesn't mean I've I've, mm-hmm. I've lost. It doesn't mean I'm failing. It means today I'm choosing to rest and I'm putting my brain first. And I'm going, you know what? I'll be back again at some point, And that's absolutely fine. Yeah. That's fantastic. I'm, you know, that's really good. That's really, really good. Um, okay, so the next next question I've, I've got for yourself. Um, I, I don't know if your partner's around or or you'd be able to answer mm-hmm. this, um, or they'd be able to answer this. Um, but this question is around family and how how it's affecting people closest to you. Oh, huh. it's been interesting. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been really tough. Like, if it, I so because of my dissociative disorder, I don't remember much and which is mm-hmm. a blessing and a curse all at the same time. Um, so in the moments where I'm having my week, myself and my partner call it kind of my potatoing stage. I turn into a bit of a potato. I've got no real idea what's going on. I don't know who I am or who anyone else is. I've got no idea of my age or anything around me. So it's, it's my potato stage. So when I'm potatoing, it's really tough and that it's hard to then, it's just a really difficult situation. Like if I think about, the bits I can place of what my partner's had to do for me, like to help me walk or to get me in and out the bath or to have to put me to bed at eight o'clock because I'm just so exhausted or whatever it might be, the things he's had to edit or change or give up or kind of modify. Like I, I wouldn't have been able to get this far without that support. And that goes for like my friends and other family members as well. Like people have, 
taking me into their homes when I've had a bad turn and I need support. People have sat on the floor with me and, you know, calmed me down when I have no idea what's happening and I'm just unable to deal with life. And it's those those people are what make the difference. And it's it's really hard to see them go through it. It's hard to look back and go, oh, my goodness, look at the state I was in and what people had to do for me. But, like, I wouldn't have got there without them. Like... So yeah. yeah, they're 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 amazing, and I take my hats off to them for putting up with me and my rubbish for however long it's been, and you know, standing by me and stuff like that. Because you know, it's it's tough on everyone, like the the person who's got FND and the people around them. It's it's really hard to watch someone you love go through something like that. And yeah, hats off to them for doing it. It's amazing. Yeah, again, I think this is another thing that you know I I can't pick up on every podcast uh, that we do. And, it's, it, you know, when we talk about the family, it's, you know, them that are closest to us, you know, we are the sufferers of FND. We accept that. We are the people that are mm. going through this. But it's not just us that we've got to think about. It's everybody else it affects, you know, whether that's your partner, whether that's your parents, whether it's your yeah. children, you know, whoever it is, you know, your friends. It affects them as well. And, you know, them people that do everything they can to go out of their way to kind of help you, to research it, or, or you know, it's... Hats off, you know, like you say, hats yeah. off to them. You know, we appreciate that. I think that's the biggest thing is, you know, them knowing that, you know, them letting us know we're not yeah. in it alone. It's not just us. It's somebody, there's a support there for us to and lean on. I think on. it's also friends um, who also have it, friends who also have F&D. I've got quite a few friends who I've met through various hospital trips or whatever that have it. And actually yeah. just having that, that you can just go ugh today is not my friend like my brain is not having it today and having those people that understand because they're in the same situation it just although yeah it's like you said like talking about it and just having those conversations it's all really helpful but yeah like hats off to family and friends who will you know step in when fnd strikes at its fullest like hats off to them because it can't be easy watching your loved ones go through that and I know my partner said like numerous times, like it's horrible watching me fade in and out and it must be horrible to watch that happen to someone that you love and see them fade and then come and you've got no idea when they're coming back. It's horrible. Hmm. Oh yeah. So so, 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 it's on that. Uh, You're talking about about there about um, support and and, and things like that. Um, uh, You're you're in Salisbury. That's, yeah. Down south yeah. somewhere, I assume. <laughs> I'm not sure where it is. You're down south somewhere um, in the in the United Kingdom. So what kind of services and things have you got access to um, down there? So I've been very fortunate um, in, if you want to look at it in a positive, I've been very fortunate that I've had access to um, teams of people who have been amazing. I've had speech therapists. I've had um, physiotherapists. I've had neuropsychologists. I've been able to go to the Rosa Burden Centre I've had amazing people that have done what they can to help me and move me forward and them themselves learning about FND as well um and not they're not shy about saying I don't know yet and that's okay and that's amazing so I feel very fortunate whereas some my one of my friends from the unit like where she is there's nothing there she's she hasn't got access to those things and it's it's really tough because it's like a postcode lottery like and that's really hard because everyone should be able to get better and have the support they need and yet somehow it's determined by your postcode and where you live and that's that's just hard that's just mean i think 
Yeah, I mean, that's, that's literally the nail on the head. And, you know, I, I asked this question to, you know, I, I've done maybe half a dozen, dozen of these podcasts. I asked mm. that question to everybody. And the, the answers you get are so yeah. varied. And I always say it's, it, it's postcode lottery. And I, I do believe that. Depending on where you live, you depending on what services you can get hold of. Um, I mean, where I am, very same to you. Um, I've had a speech therapist, I had a physiotherapy team, um, you know, with the neuro consultants. I, you know, I had support support workers. I had everything yeah. thrown at me, everything that I could. But I suppose people who've had, yeah. had nothing. Doctors have gone, oh, no, it's in your head. You need to go and go see a psychiatrist and yeah. go away. And that, that's, that's not what we want, it's you know what I mean? It's just hard, like, and I... And to be fair, like the doctors that have turned around to me and said, you know what, I don't know what that is, but I'm going to go find out. That's the best attitude to have. Like that's that's exactly the attitude that's needed in within the FND world. Like, I don't know what that is, but I'll go and find out and I'll learn about it. And that's all we want to do. That's why we raise awareness. We want people to be like, oh, OK, right. I'll go and, you know, try and find out something about it and see what what it is and learn from it. And that's yeah. That's, yeah. that's all it is, isn't it? Just trying to learn and move forward and educate and share that kind of knowledge that we have as the lucky few that end up with FND. Let's phrase it that way. The lucky few that end mm-hmm. up with it, we're in the best position yeah. to help. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's really important that, you know, as, as us guys, we always try and raise mm-hmm. that awareness. And, and I think that's why I started this podcast, really. I think one of the biggest things I did was, you know, I have my blog. That's my personal blog. I blog about that all the time. Um, but then when it comes to this, it, it's it's I've got a good dem- demographic now of, of up and down the country in the United Kingdom um, of, of, of people that, you know, they get services, they don't get services. People aren't, aren't really know what, yeah. what, what it is or, you know, like doctors are not really sure what's going on. And it's about raising awareness. And it's not just about in the community and, and, and spreading that word between the people with FNZ, but, you know, it's, it's it's the medical professionals as well. You might not have heard of it. You want to find some more information yeah. about it, and that's why it's really important for for you know us guys as people who do have FND to try and raise as much awareness about it as we can. Um, and that's really yeah, really and, uh, important. Uh, my um, psychologist, um, he and I are going to start teaming up to do like and um, work with doctors so that they can have the medical side and then the person stood in front of them that you know has been through it and can add that other point of view and things like that. And I think that's the most important thing we can do. We're in a very, I'm going to say lucky position because actually we can help. We have been dealt this card, yeah. um, but we're still doing something about it and we can go and help those who are just starting their journey with FND. And that's, that's the whole mm-hmm. reason I started my page. And I'm sure it's part of the reason you started yours. Like it's the reason that you, try and you go right I'm going to try and do this I'm going to try and make a difference and help those so that they don't feel how I felt when I first got diagnosed and that's that's just an amazing thing to do mm-hmm. yeah no no yeah totally, totally agree totally agree with you there um one of the other mm-hmm. questions I've got here for you um well what would you say has helped you most within your recovery periods um, oh what's helped me most bit of everything (laughs) um yeah Yeah. it's it's been yeah it's been a bit of I've tried as much as I've been able to um you know listening to music when I'm practicing walking or trying to sing along to a song when my speech is 
gone out the window and it's got no idea what's happening or you know doing crafts or trying to just go outside like it doesn't necessarily have to be things in a hospital situation it can be just you know stuff around the house like playing catching and throwing in the garden you know because that's how I roll on a Saturday I'm gonna go play catching and throwing just to practice that skill you know it's 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 a combination effort it's not just one method of an attack and you hope that you break through the wall that's in your brain that stops you doing it it's let's try it from multiple angles and see if we can together as that team work out how to get through the wall that's gone up around the skill of walking or talking or remembering who you are or whatever it might be and it's that that continuous effort to try and get through that makes a difference I'm not sure if that was helpful or not but (laughs) no yeah yeah no pretty 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 good uh, response to that um, so one of the last questions I have got for you today, um, and y- you might have already covered this, but um, if you could pass on one piece of advice or information to anybody in the community, whether that is somebody who suffers with FND, somebody who wants more information on it, or somebody who knows somebody with FND, if you if you could pass on a bit of advice or, or information to that person, what, what, what do you think say, you would say? Be patient, because things are going to change. And, you know, you don't know what's going to happen, except the fact that you may not be able to do all the things you used to be able to do and that it might look slightly different for a while. And be stubborn. Stick your foot in the ground and be stubborn on it and don't let it define you. Like I quite often will post about, you know, I am not my illness. I'm not FND. It will not define me because I refuse to be defined by it. And yes, it's part of my life for however long but it doesn't take away from me being me. And, you know, I may not have any idea who I am or what I do on a regular basis, but I know that I will not let FND take over and take everything because I'm too stubborn. As many people have pointed out, many doctors have told me I'm far too stubborn. Um, And I think sometimes that's, that's a good way of being, but it's really hard. FND is hard. It's not an easy thing. No illness is easy. Um, and especially when you have other medical conditions come into it, it's even harder. Yeah. Um, if it was just FND, maybe I wouldn't have some of the symptoms I have. But, you know, my brain fancied having something else. So it did and it went for it because, you know, why not? I'm just going to collect a couple of things and see how I go. So, yeah, I'd say patience, acceptance and being stubborn and being determined to still get out of bed in the morning. <laughs> I, I do like that. Yeah. Yeah, I think the um, you know the, the big point takeaway from that there was um, you know when you're saying that um, don't let it define you, and I think that's a really really important message to pass yeah. on to other people as well. That just because you have F- FND, it doesn't define who you are. You still yeah. are the same person you know you used to be. You're just a little yeah. different, and you know people just you know if you accept that other people accept it and that's what the really important thing is that when you feel like it's taken so much from you so quickly to to still be like but it's not me that's not me it's me right now but it's not going to be me forever and it's something I've had to learn to accept and you know I'm sat here saying to to you right now like it's fine but actually there were times where I don't want to accept it you'd never want to accept it at certain points because you're like it's just horrible sometimes like but I think it's yeah. it's where that stubbornness comes in and you're like, you know what? Today is a rest day. Tomorrow I will still get out of bed and I will still try and I will still do the best I can do because you know what? It's not going to define me. 
that's all it is, isn't it? Yeah, and it, that's that's really important, and you know, we like that message, and you know, it's I outlined this in one of the previous podcasts. We're saying that you know, it, it's okay to have them rest days. It's okay to yeah. not be feeling great. Um, you know, and if you accept that, and, you, and you're like, yeah, that's okay. Mm-hmm. I'm okay to do that. You know, and you'll find yourself moving I think it's on just really leaps and bounds. You're used to a certain way of being. Like I was used to being in a classroom six hours a yeah. day. That that doesn't happen now. And it's that adjustment yeah. that, you know, okay, that's not where I am right now. But right now what I need is I need to do, you know, I need to go and just sit and have a nap or I just need to go and, you know, go out in the garden or I just need to do this. And it's having that kind of awareness of what your brain needs as well um, to be able to move forward. I yeah. think if you start listening to the the sensations in your brain you can be quite clued into what your brain needs like I'm quite aware of when my brain starts to hurt or I get brain ache or you know I've got a weird sensation because my brain's up to something and I've got no idea what it's doing but it's doing something and I think it's having that awareness and that sort of yeah. stubbornness to say you know what today I'm gonna sit in front of the tv and I'm just gonna be and I got out of bed and that's my win for today and that's that's all it is isn't it it's finding those wins in something it's probably those oh, small yeah, wins completely. that made a big difference. Like, I got out of bed today, that's a massive win. Or I managed to get in and out of the shower by myself. Again, that's a win. And it's finding a way to keep hold of them yeah. and recording those good moments as well as those days where everything seems to be going slightly pear-shaped on you and you don't really know which way's up. That's what matters, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. You know, and I'd highly recommend to people with FND to, to start a diary or, you know, have a little piece of paper you know, and write down the moments that, that you know, them yeah. little goals that you achieve because it's so important. You know, I, I look back now, 18 months ago, and where I was, and I look at videos of me from 18 months ago. Oh, no, I don't recognise no, that guy. I'm the same. And it, it's scary, it's like, do you know what I mean? And all right, you have that fear yeah. that you don't want to fall back it's into like that. Your, so we've got some home videos of me when I've been completely potatoing, as we say here in this household. Um, and it is yep. weird because I know that it's me. I logically know that it's me, but I've got no connection to that person. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I was I was in a really bad way. Like that is, it's scary to watch that and to see how your brain can do that without you realising. Like, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I think we just kind of, you know, you mentally try and block it out because, you know, it's a part of your life that you don't really want to go back to. And I think that's what I did. That was just my way of coping with it. I've obviously... Sort of tried to take that out. Um, when I was first diagnosed, that that, that first six months was, was so hard for me, so hard. And I went from you know I, I was working full time and you know with my kids and, and yeah. I, I, I lost it all. Um, I couldn't walk properly. I, I I couldn't go to the toilet by myself. I couldn't make my own dinner. You know, and yeah. all that's been taken away from me. You know, and I'm in my twenties. Do you know what I mean? Like that's it's a lot to take oh, yeah. on to you know to lose that. And you know you go. I went to some, I went to some bad places, yeah. you know, mentally, and and you know, it, it was people. And it sounds cliche, but it's, it's people like yourself who are on Twitter, and you know, you're always posting stuff, and you know, there's you and there's Michelle and there's and there's Dean and there's you know, it's all these other people that you know, these people I've I've friends I've created through obviously my con through our yeah. condition, the growing condition we have, and it's and it's all you guys mm-hmm. that pull you through. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Checking in, how you doing? Do you know and, what I mean? Messaging you and. We have to be honest as well. I think that's the key thing is we have to be honest. Like we have to say today is a rest day. 
today my speech is no good today yeah. my my brain doesn't know which way is up today I've got no idea how to walk or put one foot in front of the other like I think we have to be honest and to have that like oh okay right today not today but that's fine and you do learn from it and I think by sharing those experiences with people you learn more like you learn the things that helped them and you try it and you go oh that didn't work for me but I'll try this one instead and yeah you do make friends through it like there's always something positive to be taken from this. Like the FND community is huge. There's so many people in it. And actually they're all lovely people and you get to sort of know them and, you know, they become part of your support circle, even if they aren't in your household or, you know, yeah. down the street there, you know, across the other side of the country or wherever it might be. Like you've got that support network. And like you said, on those bad days, if, and when I'm aware enough to do it, I can look for support from the FND community and, that makes the difference because you don't feel so alone. And that's incredible. Yeah, I totally, 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 you know, totally get that. And, you know, it's really important for people to take that away, yeah, I think, I think uh, from it's, this. It's things like, um, I've I've listened to your other podcasts and there's there's been some amazing people on there and you, it's also important not to compare, I think. Like everyone's FND story yeah. is very different. Like we might have the same symptoms, Mm -hmm. but it's very different and I think as long as you remember that it's your story and it's your journey and it's not a race against other people like that's also something that I've had to learn to do because I've seen people who have like come on leaps and bounds and stuff like oh my god the pressure I've got to make sure I keep up with them but actually it's your journey and mm -hmm. you know you do it when your brain decides it's time for you to do it and that's how it works isn't it you know the joys of FND yeah and you know that's that's bad. You know, it's yeah, really good. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, the world of joys of F and D. Yeah, you know, and I think you're right there in what you're saying that, that everyone's different. Yeah. Everyone's story is different, and and this is why you know some people like talking about a story. Some people don't. I've had people reach out to me saying, you know, I've listened to your podcast. It's really great. Um, you know, told me personally a bit about their story, and I said, oh, you know, that sounds great. Would, would you like to discuss it? You know, a bit further. And, and yeah. some people have declined, and that's okay. Some people don't want to yeah. share their story, and that's okay. Um, you know, and you know, don't have fun with that. Um, it's really nice to get up to people like yourself and, and, and the other guys that have been on on the podcast. You know, to come and tell us a bit about what you've been through and and, and how you've coped and any yeah. sort of tips and tricks you've learned. Um, and it shows other people that that, that that you know they're not alone. There is other people in the in yeah. in, in the country in the world. You know, and who, I think who, who do it's deal with this. Like, you know, when I was in the Rosa Burden Centre, and you know, that is a uh, is a place where people with FND go. But when you looked at the people around there, everyone had FND, but everyone had very different symptoms and different things that were happening with them. I've yet to come across anyone who also has the dissociative disorder. So shout out to anyone out there who's got that because that's a fun pickle to play with when it plays up. Um, but yeah, I think it's about learning and you learn something from people and then you can take it away and apply it and try it and if it goes wrong you go ah, okay I won't try that one I'll try this one and it's having having that communication like you yeah. said and it's it's great to just spread that awareness and that's why like I'll post videos of me walking in a ridiculous manner or being completely out of it and not knowing which way up is and things like that because I think it's important that people see it because otherwise people can't learn and don't understand maybe as much as seeing it in a video, it's quite powerful when you do it that way. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely think it is, yeah. 
Well, I think that's everything we've got. Oh, we've got time for today for for the podcast. Um, so, uh, guys, make sure you go check out um, Zena there with uh, Life with FND over on Facebook and on Twitter. Just give it a search; you'll find them both there. Give her a follow, give her a shout out. You know, have a chat with her. Um, she's always really nice to talk to. Zena, thanks for taking the time um, today to obviously. You know, I know it's been a long time to try and get this this booked in um, to get this done. Yeah. You know, we both had different things going on. Uh, and I appreciate you obviously you taking the time to do this podcast with me today. Uh, we should be seeing this podcast go out sort of middle of next week. Um, you know, so keep your eyes out for that. It should be should be uh, out and about. We'll get it all edited and sorted out, and it should be out for next week. So thank you very much, Gina, for your and time. You. Um, have a lovely weekend. Um, thank you for having I'll me on the show. Up on it's Twitter. Been great fun. <laughs> thank you. No problems. Bye. Thank you very much. I'll see you later. Bye bye.